You're a wizard, Harry. What's up, nerds? It's your boy Oscar here with a very special edition of the Nerdy Nerd Chronicles, a subsidiary of the Miles Offside podcast, here to give you a special report on a recent trip that I took to the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, I do have the esteemed honor of being joined by my beautiful and intelligent wife, the one, the only, the good Dr. Emily. Emily, good to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. An absolute pleasure. Um, so we're going to be talking about the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser today. That is, for those of you that have not, don't recognize that name, uh, the Star Wars Hotel, quote unquote, in Orlando that they opened up. So we're going to follow a completely spoiler-free review for a bit. Then we'll go to what I would call medium spoilers, which is really just about like what's available on the ship, what it looks like, and stuff like that. Because um, I do know some people would consider that spoilers, haven't looked at pictures or anything. Um, and then from there, we'll go to full-out spoilers on, like, the story and things that happen and what we liked about that. Uh, so buckle up. This is going to be probably even longer than Ian's <laughs> Wagatha Christie episode. Probably. Uh, but hopefully we'll keep it under three hours. We'll see. We'll see how it we'll goes. We'll try. Yeah. Um, so I guess a good place to start is with a little explainer of what the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is, for those of you that don't know. Um, I did do a Patreon episode about this, like, a year or two ago when it first kind of was announced. Um, but for those of you that don't know, the Star Cruiser is a hotel of sorts, uh, in Orlando, um, at Disney World, but I think that calling it the Star Wars Hotel, and Disney should have done a better job about Mm. this up front, um, is incredibly misleading because the reality of it is that you're more like in a living play. I would say it's, I would be better to say that it's a Star Wars experience rather than a Star Wars hotel. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure, yeah. Because technically you're, like, in a building. Yeah, but... you're in a building that has your room in it as well, but... There's a lot more, yeah. There's so much more to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think that the the way I've kind of been describing it to people is that it's, like, Westworld, mm, but in Star way. Wars. So you get to go, and for two day, 48 hours, it's three days, but kind of, like, an afternoon, a full day, and then a morning... Um, live in a Star Wars story. So everyone who works on the ship is in character. The idea is that you arrive at a terminal and then they take you on a shuttle up to a ship and you blast off into the actual Star Wars universe. And there are all sorts of characters and, and like people in full out costumes that are like from the movie quality. Um, and you're not coming and going, like you're not just staying there at night and then you go to the Disney World parks. No. Um, so in that regard, it's very much not like a hotel. It is a living experience. It's very immersive. Incredibly immersive. Everyone there is like so good at bringing you into the world. Yeah. Starting from when you first, um, check in before you've even stepped into the building. Yeah. And then the service was incredible. Yes. Um, Which Disney service is usually really great anyway, but they definitely took it to another level. Yeah. This was above and beyond. I was completely blown away by the quality of it. I guess we'll start with saying like a hundred percent. Well, I say 99.9% positive review of it. Mm-hmm. Right, would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, if we're doing like, I don't know, a 10-star rating system, I'd probably do 9.7. Yeah, sure. That sounds about me. right. 
Um, very, very minor yes. quibbles. Uh, the big one, the big sort of caveat to get out of the way is that this is like prohibitively expensive. It's so expensive for such a short amount of time. Too. It's like a honeymoon level expensive, yeah. um, which is going to stop a lot of people from be even being able to consider doing it. For sure. Um, when you're there, you can see where that money went. Yes, I would agree. Because it is unbelievable the level of detail everywhere you look. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never at all seen anything like it. It yeah. really felt like Westworld. Like it really felt like you were just like, okay, I'm someone else I'm for somewhere, two days. and I'm somewhere else. Yeah, like 100%. It really, I totally forgot that we were in Florida. Like yes. I wasn't thinking about that. It had a bit of a Vegas vibe because you're in the hotel, you're in the ship um, for two days straight and there's like not really windows and you're, and you're like, yeah. you lose sense of like what time it is because you've just been running around having fun for like 48 hours straight. <laughs> I, I will say, Oscar got an espresso martini at one point and I was like, that's, it's kind of late to be having that much caffeine. And then we checked the time and it was 5.45 p.m. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a little sense of how like your time is so thrown off. But I will say I was a bit nervous before we started about how short of a time it is and mm. thinking it's so expensive and we're spending such a short amount of time there. Yeah. But now that it's done, it did feel like it was a lot longer than it was. Yes. They cram a lot. They cram a lot in there. And you also, because everyone is so all of the, all the details, all of the cast members, everyone's so in it that, very, even the even the guests, even the too, guests, right? yeah. You but you very quickly are just like in the story, yes. And then it doesn't stop, yeah. So it it really feels it's such a fast pace that it feels like you were there for more than a day and a half. Basically. Absolutely, and I think part of what's important to say is that what differentiates it from a hotel is the story element of it. Mm-hmm. When you arrive, they give you like a little like pad, a data pad. Um, or it's an app on your phone and along there you're like texting characters and you're getting missions all of your schedule is on there yeah and it's like a cruise ship a map of the ship everything's on there yeah but like you are following your own story and disney wrote this amazing like i think there's 300 potential storylines that you can take for guests so you could keep going back and like have a different experience every time that's cool and you're interacting with the cast members and you're like going around there's like mm-hmm, a lot of different mm-hmm. areas of the ship where you have to like explore and like which is not to say that there's not time to like sit and enjoy stuff yeah but because you can ignore the messages until you're ready to do them and you in know? fact like, you don't have to do them at all you don't have to do them at all but it was fun when like i don't know i'm trying to think of how to say this without any spoilers at all we would you know do a finish a mission and then make a plan to like, let's go to this area and get a drink and chill for a bit. And then we'd sit down with our drinks and then one of us would get a message and we would be like, uh, I'm actually going to be right back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Hold my seat. I'll be back in five minutes. At the same time, there was definitely also people just like camping out at the bar, drinking Star Wars drinks with their friends for like hours at a time. Yeah. The nice thing about it is because it's so individualized and it's all on your on your phone on the app that it's really up to you how and when you do and how much you do there's no one like pushing you to do stuff no you get prompts through the app and 
but even those it's not, it's never like you have to do this right now or you miss your chance. It's here's your prompt when you're ready. You right. can interact with it. Absolutely. And I think that like they do such a good job of that balance of being like, you can do this as much as you want or you can do this as little as you want. Um, yes, definitely. But I will say that anyone who is considering going and is like, I don't know about the missions. I don't, mm-hmm. It is very worth it. it. It definitely makes the experience a lot richer. I think I don't know that anyone's really going and doing none of the missions. Some of the parents there so were maybe there, some of the like parents. there were some like teenager kids whose parents just like were there to we're chaperone not into them. It. Yeah. I just think that it would be such a less fulfilling and engaging experience if you were to not do them at all. Well, and you literally like will see less of the ship and like yeah, and have access to less things. Yeah. And, like, and like, there's an individualized story, like Oscar said, but there is also a larger overarching story that everyone is a part of. Yeah, so you could just check in on the main one. You could just check in on the main one, but you'll understand the main storyline more. Like, it'll mean more to you if you do the missions because you make connections, basically, and you get to know the characters a bit more. And so I think that it just makes the entire story as a whole more impactful. Yes, and then, like, when there's, like... When things are happening in the main story, you know the backstory to that stuff. Yeah, you know why because it's happening. Because you were literally involved in, like, facilitating different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to say how to... I'm trying to figure out how to say any of this without, like, Well, I, I will say... I can say this without any spoilers at all. I was... I'm extremely introver- introverted. Yes. Like, very much so. I don't like socializing. I really... I hate small talk. I don't like talking to strangers. For the most part, I'm not interested in meeting new people. Like, you barely like talking with people you like. <laughs> yeah. So I was a bit nervous going into this because I knew that there were missions. I didn't look into any spoilers or anything, but I knew there were missions. I knew it was very interactive. I knew that all the cast members say in character. And in my mind, it was almost like Star Wars improv or something. Yeah. Which... Sounds like my worst nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, it does. (laughs) Like, the idea of having to do... Like, I'm pretty sure I've had nightmares where I'm forced on stage and have to do improv. Like, that just sounds horrible to me and not at all an idea of a good time. Yeah. So I was a bit worried going into it. But then once I was there, like, pretty quickly, I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. They were so good at selling it. They were so good at selling it. Everyone who's there, I think... Partly because it's so expensive, you're not going to go unless you're really into Star Wars. Yeah. So everyone there was super into Star Wars and yeah. ready to buy into the story. Um, and also in terms of the cast members, like the characters, quote unquote, for the story, I think that might have been what I was most nervous about, like interacting with them. Mm-hmm. But I'll say they're really good at carrying the conversation. Yes. Like it's never on you to carry the conversation if you want to. They accommodate that. Like, they're very good at responding to what you're giving out. They basically. were all so good at improv. Too, they're all like... so good at improv. They're so, they have such great reactions. But, and they're really good at sensing, like, oh, this person is very into it and wants to be involved. Or this person is kind of shying away from me a little bit and yeah. doesn't want to be, like, have too much attention on them. They're really good at reading the room. 
the bartenders were good at that too, especially the bartenders like, were good too. Some of them very clear would just like drop off someone's drink and then and like leave you alone, fuck off for a bit. Yeah. yeah, and then like sometimes like I'd sit down and they'd be like, "What's your home world?" Tell yeah, me. and like we'd just be going off. Yeah, about, like, Star every Wars single stuff. person was like, "Let me have this intense conversation with Oscar." Yeah, <laughs> yeah very much. <laughs> they could really, they're really picking up your vibes. Um, let's pull back a little bit because I think we're already starting to get in the weeds. Yeah, would you? Say this was worth the money for obviously nothing is we were you're spending about a hundred dollars an hour. Horrifying to think about it that I way. I know, yes, I know, including sleep. Like it's <laughs> yes. like the room. Well, I mean, if you can get like friends to go, it is very much uh helpful because yeah. it would split the cost. The room is basically five grand, six grand for the, the whole trip. Mm-hmm. So if you're just there by yourself, or if it's just you and your partner, like that's the same as, as being there yeah. by yourself. When in you're terms adding of cost. extra people, it's not that much extra yeah. to add another person. So because essentially you're paying for the room, not the people. Right, exactly. So if you can split it like three or four ways. And yeah. there is room for, for, sure. for that many There's people. up to five there you have room for up to five people in a room. Yeah. So that would be like a thousand dollars a person, which is significantly mm-hmm. cheaper, mm-hmm. right? But like for us as one bank account yeah. essentially. And I I'd say you could get five adults. Yeah, for sure. Two yeah, people yeah, yeah, have yeah. to be willing to share a bed. Yes. But then you're Yeah, there the rooms there's like a couple of suites. Those are like I'm sure those are really expensive. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, unaffordably expensive. If you're listening to this, you're not the type of person who can afford that. <laughs> I love you, but no offense. Um, but I slept in the bunk. There, so each room has a queen bed, two bunks, and then, like, a fold-down bed, a Murphy bed. Um, and I slept in the bunk one of the nights just, like, for the fun of it. Because it looks very Star Wars. You're it like, looks so Star Wars, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was great. It was comfortable. It was big. Was a, I wouldn't say comfortable per se. Yeah, the the mattress was a bit firm for my taste, but some I people mind. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I would say if you are on the fence about this, or if you're like, maybe I'll save up for this, maybe it's worth it, maybe it's not. Um, I would say that the money is, if you're like blessed slash privileged slash lucky enough, depending on your philosophical and or religious outview on life, um, to be able to afford it. I think you pretty much know whether you're going to like it or not. Yeah, I think if you hear the description and you want to know more and it sounds interesting to you, then you're going to like it. Yeah. If you hear the description and you are like, that's so lame. Why would anyone spend money to do that? Yeah. You're not going to like it. Right. Because when I when I say it's the Westworld of Star Wars, I really think that's like the easiest way to think of it in terms of like, do I want to do that mm-hmm. or not? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're just going to like be in a fancy hotel... For two days and like lounge and have food that and drinks. That is not this vibe. Not the vibe. Because it's not a resort. You know, it's not like the other Disney hotel situations. Yeah, it's very small. There's only a hundred rooms on the ship. I think that they said for our booking, I think there was like 376 people or something. Yeah, it's something like that. It was like between 350 like and that. 400. Yeah. Um, which makes sense. I'd imagine most sailings are about that. Yeah. Two to three in a room, maybe some families of like four. Um, and the people who were there to, like, either just watch their kids run around or whatever were the ones that, like, the food was amazing. Mm-hmm. The drinks are amazing. The theming is amazing. It's really cool looking. It's beautiful. But, like, if you don't particularly care about Star Wars. It's just not going to have any meaning for you. Yeah. It's going to be, oh, that's that's a cool looking bar. Oh, that's a nice outfit, I guess. That's right. creative. But you, ha- if you have no emotional connection to Star Wars at all, it's just, it's going to look interesting. Yeah. 
I would say, you like, know? if you're not hearing someone say, like, I'm from Yavin 4, and you're like, that's exciting, that's probably not for you. Yeah. Um, that's not to say that you have, like, I am level 10 out of 10 Star Wars fan. Sure. Like, I yeah, yeah, yeah. have several Star Wars tattoos. I read the books, the comics, the games, the movies, the shows. Like, I consume all Star Wars. And I you are you I'm are like not that, though. Eight? Out of ten? When we first started dating, you would have been like a six. Not even, I don't think. Oh, and now, yeah, I'd have you like a seven or eight. Like, you've watched the like animated shows. Like, I've watched the animated shows. But you haven't watched all of the episodes of Clone Wars? Yeah, I ha- I've read a couple comics. I've read a couple books. Much, mo- mostly because I'm like, you should read this, yeah, you should most, read this. Mostly for that reason. Um, I don't feel like I need to read all the books or the comic books or anything. Um, but, like, we sat outside while we were waiting for the to, like, check in. Yeah. And we did the alphabet game. Yeah. And it was like name a character with every letter of the alphabet and mm-hmm. you were able to mostly do it. Yeah. I pull um, I had I had some good pulls too. Yeah. So like you if the idea of sitting there and being like, okay, a character with letter A, a character with letter B, all the way through Z is like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not <laughs> yeah. something I would ever do. Like you're gonna you're it's not worth a hundred dollars an hour <laughs> to yeah. do this. It's like, it's really hard. You can't there's no like line in the sand that you can draw and say, okay, if you do X, Y, Z, right. you're a big enough Star Wars fan that you're going to like this. Trust your gut is but what yeah, I'm saying. You'll know. You, yeah, you'll you know. You know how much you like Star Wars. You know what your history is with it, what your emotional connection is with it. And I feel like you'll be able to know pretty quickly. It's cool. Like I said, I'm not trying to say it wasn't like it, it is a, the food is amazing. They put so much mm-hmm. work into these mm-hmm. menus. The drinks are so cool and like. Just very expensive. Dif- well, yeah. <laughs> Different from anything you've ever tasted yes. or experienced. Like, they do a good job of making it good, but decidedly alien. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the activities are fun. You have, like, some pre-programmed activities like you would on a regular cruise ship. Yep. The, so the premise, by the way, is that you board this cruise, and it is a two-day cruise. Yep. So you're on a cruise ship, a star cruiser. And the ship itself, like, that's the business it's in. It's a luxury cruise yeah. ship. So there's a captain, and the workers are all like, welcome to the Chandrilla Starline There's cruise. a cruise director. Yeah, there's all of that, right? There's, like, musicians and, like, all, all of that stuff. So that's the premise. And then to go to the theme park, because you do get access to the theme park, and you get priority access to, like, all the rides. And you get to go early before You're there an hour early. Open. Yeah. Um, they, they sell that as an excursion. So, like, mm-hmm. anyone who's ever done a cruise, you know, you're like, oh, we're in the Bahamas. Yeah. Let's do an excursion to the, I don't know, rum factory or whatever. Like. Mm-hmm. It's like that. So you disembark, and then there's like a shuttle that takes you to your excursion, which in this case is the theme park. Yeah, which is also, for the record, for those of you that don't know, in canon, in story. So, like, when you're in the theme park, and those employees don't sell it as much. No, they don't. Because they're just making, like, less. And they're like, the the audition process for being able to be a cast member on the ship is insane. Um, Whereas in the park, it's like just sweaty teenagers standing out in the sun all day. But, like, they also, like, they don't call it dollars. They call it credits mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and all that sort of stuff. So it is in-world also, the the theme park, which is cool because you don't ever break that illusion. Yeah, it's nice. And also because you've already gone through, like, a security check before you get onto the cruise, you don't have to go through security for the park. Yeah. So they bring you straight in. So that that really helps maintain the illusion because at no point 
do you see anything non-Star Wars? No. And it did feel like a luxury cruise line. Like when you arrive at the park, there's like a person in a really nice outfit being like, my pleasure to serve you, sir. And yeah, then they just you give like you like water? little free waters. And you're like, I'm in Disney World and someone just gave me like... I know. Something free? What? Yeah. And I mean, also... Not, not free at all, but... And also yeah. you're allowed to, um, at any point, go back to that sort of shuttle landing area. Yeah, terminal. Um, terminal that is only for the the cruise guests. Um, you can get more water if you need it. Yep. You can, it's there's some benches. Yeah. I don't think it's air conditioned, but there's big fans. Oh, is that what it was? And okay. it's in the shade. There's benches. So if you just need like to take a break out of the sun. Yeah. And you can also water. go back and forth from the ship. It's like a 10 minute ride. Yeah. Um, and like we saw people who like went who and back that? and forth, yeah. which like, changing out of their very sweaty clothes because yep. Florida in July is <laughs> a nightmare. A nightmare. Although the Brits are like, what are you talking about? It yeah, wasn't yeah, in yeah. the 40 Celsius. So Fair enough. Quit crying. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think you trust your gut. You know if you're going to want to enjoy this or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to definitely at least like Star Wars. You don't have to be the most insane Star Wars fan, but you have to be a pretty big Star Wars you fan, be I would pretty say. into it. Um, but it was it was cool as a cruise also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you can afford it and you think you want to do it. Do it. Do it, 100%. Like, it's like nothing else I've ever done. When we came into this, we were like, okay, this is so expensive. It's once in a lifetime. And now I'm like, maybe it's once in a five years. No. Can we go back? No, but maybe at some point we can go again. When the when the nephews are old enough. Yeah, maybe. We'll do a trip with them or something. Um, we'll tag along. Or uh, my buddy Pat, when he is eventually ready to go, I have to go with him because he's like my Star Wars blood brother, like all the way. Um, so, yeah. So that's that's kind of like the like, should I do this? Yeah. Trust yourself. You'll know if you want to do this. And it, it, if it is something that you have interest in it is the best possible version of it that it could be yes i had unreasonable expectations going into this and you've been building them up for a year a year and a half yeah like when it first got announced real easy five years really real easy for that to come crashing down yeah yeah and i do that to myself all the time yes you do all the time um and it somehow exceeded my unreasonable Mm -hmm. expectations it is as, like, they don't have, obviously, um, super robots that you sure. can't tell aren't human. It seems a given. Right. Um, but it is as immersive as a Westworld. It, like, yeah, it, it, it really, really is. is. Um, like, if you mention anything about Earth. pop culture, Earth, yeah. the if movies. you say Star Wars. The yeah. movies, they 100% act like they, they've never heard of it. They don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they sell it pretty well, and they they stick to it. The only time that they will come out of it even a little bit is if you're like genuinely confused about something. Yeah, and you're like, listen, just be straight with me, please. Can you talk to me like Can a you human? Talk to please? me about this. Yeah. Like they will not completely like drop character. Yeah, and like guest services is much talk, more inclined. They'll talk to do around that. it a little bit so mm-hmm. until you are like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, exactly. But otherwise, they are very strict about sticking to yeah, the character. But in a good way. Line. Yes, in a good way. In a way that, like, makes, at least from my perspective, made me feel a lot more comfortable about, like, participating in that yeah. aspect. Mm-hmm. Because they just act like it is... It it doesn't seem like they're acting. It just seems like you're interacting with an employee. Yeah. And that happens to be on a star cruise. Yeah, exactly. So it made me feel more comfortable about like staying in that character, quote unquote. So that's the general impressions of the ship and the cast members. 
I think we can move on to the fellow passengers. Okay. Because that's part of what I was the most afraid of or nervous yeah. about. I know I just spent 20 minutes talking about how I'm the nerdiest <laughs> Star Wars fan in the world. But, like, I was a little concerned that we were going to arrive and it was all going to be, like, 40-year-old, very sweaty, smelly dudes. like Just the people who are terrible on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Because who's a big enough Star Wars fan to be doing this? And as you know, I love being a part of a fandom where I hate the rest of the fans. Yep. Um... And, you know, like I think back to, like, that viral video from, like, early in the internet of Star Wars Kid. Mm-hmm. Like, the chubby guy just, like, doing the, the, the fake lightsaber and then he just, like, falls over and stuff. And I was like, are we just going to be surrounded by that? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm a big nerd, but, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, that. Like, I'm, I'm not about that. Um, but everyone was pretty cool, man. Yeah. And, and I was worried, honestly. We put a lot of thought and time into our outfits to cosplay. And I was... Very out of character for us, for the record. Very out of character for us. Um, especially me. Like, Oscar loves Halloween. Oscar loves a good costume. This is true. I am not so into that. Like, I will do it if forced, if dragged <laughs> along with, like, if we're doing a group thing, if we're going to a Halloween party and everyone's going to be dressed up, then okay, fine, I'll do something. But right. it's really not my comfort zone. No, neither of us ever has any interest in LARPing on Oh, yeah, any yeah, yeah. I respect people who do it. Don't want to do it myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was very much outside of my comfort zone. So I was a little worried that, like, we put all this thought and time into these outfits. And I didn't want to show up and put them on and have, like, be one of, like, 20 people who are taking it that serious. No, I would say it's about 60-40 you know I mean? in terms of people who cosplayed the whole trip. Yeah, during the day, I think so. It was yeah. a little less um, like a dinner because I think people would like get tired of being those clothes or get sweaty mm. and want to change. Not the first night, I don't think. Maybe that was the second night. The second night because people had been in the parks all day, so everyone was like sweaty yeah. and tired. But yeah, I would say that it was like 60-65% of people were dressed Cos- yeah, in cosplay. various level quality cosplay like some people were full out like head to toe everything everything jedi guard imperial guard yeah it was planned hairstyles there are a few people who had like face paint on or like appended like um head tails and and mandrels stuff stuff like that um and then there are people who just had like sort of a like nondescript regular clothes with like one element that was the funniest to me to me that's the people that like didn't realize how many people were going to be cosplaying and then bought something quickly they're just wearing like new balances cargo shorts and then a shirt like a jedi shirt or whatever and there was definitely a mixture of like people who clearly bought online like a ray costume yes a han solo costume they were everyone every guy was was just han solo versus people who were had like actual real human if you will clothes earth clothes oh like what we did yeah Yeah, but then just how you combine them to look like a star wars person but none of them were like costume pieces as uh, as i'm sure all of you know i love a project and uh and i do love some fashion you do love some fashion um and the ability to like create a wardrobe that looked star wars but was like unique and not just a han solo cosplay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. was very exciting which you nailed by the way thank you um, it was great. And I, we spent an unreasonable amount of money on Amazon and like, yeah. buy a shirt, return it, buy a shirt, return it. I basically just looked like a K-pop idol, but like, then... <laughs> we learned a lot of <coughs> new fashion terms that we had never heard of. Tech wear. Tech wear was one of them. Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. So we really delved deep into those strange Amazon pages. Yeah. But I felt... I should say you don't have to cosplay. Yeah, you don't. There were definitely people who were not. 
Yeah, and there were definitely people who were, like, engaging with the story and, like, huge Star Wars fans who were just like, I'm not about that. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. They still had fun. Um, but for me, it was fun to step out of my comfort zone. It was fun. It made me feel different. Like, I don't wear clothes like that on yeah. a normal basis. Like, so the fact that, like, I looked totally different and I was in a totally different place, like, it just helped sell it for myself. Yes. So it made me, like, more willing to go along with it. And uh-huh. I will say... I, I did notice, I feel like the character cast members, they will interact with anyone and everyone. Yeah, of course. No matter what you're dressed like. Um, but in terms of approach them approaching people, they seemed more likely to approach the people who were more in like yeah. costume, if yeah. you will. Because, I, I mean, it does signal that you're more into it. And frankly, it made me feel really confident in a way that was like cool that I don't have. I was like, I'm wearing this ridiculous outfit and I'm kind of pulling it off. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm like a cool like space dude. Right. And it, because you're in a group of people who are the large majority are also doing a similar thing to you, like they clearly appreciate that. So no one's looking at you like, why are you a weirdo wearing weird clothes? Yeah. Like everyone's like, ooh, I really like that belt. Or, ooh, right. I really like your cape. Like you get compliments like that and stuff. Yeah. Or just people clearly looking at you and being like, oh, that outfit. Yeah, that felt pretty cool. Like, there was yeah, a couple so of times like, at dinner where... Whereas like, like if you just put on these outfits and walked down the street, people would be like, insane. what is wrong with you? Yeah, unless you're like in what are you Soho doing? in New York. Yeah, and even like, then you get turned some heads. Yeah, for sure. So. Um so that was fun. The cosplay element was fun. And the, and the other ship passengers were good. Yeah. No one was obnoxious. Like, they would interact with you if you wanted to. Everyone knew the deal. I think pretty quickly, like, the social norms were set yeah. and understood. Yeah, and, like, of course, there's some, like, annoying kids oh, God. who are obnoxious and, like, need to be the center of attention and push in front of everything. But that's going to be the case, like, literally any vacation spot you Look, go. I just wanted to say hey to Chewbacca, okay? Yeah. All right? But... For the most part, like, everyone was really nice and friendly. Yeah. And, like, just if you was sitting near someone at the bar, like, they would just, like, talk to chat with you for a little bit, have a friendly conversation. Everyone's in a good mood. Yep. Um, like, it was yeah, really nice. And much like a real cruise, we made, like, a little group of, like, sort of yeah, friends. Yeah, like, yeah, not friends, but, like, people that you walk by them in the dining room and you're like, oh, hey, have a good night. Like... Yeah, or, like, you're sitting next to the bar and you start talking about, like, your fandom and, like, how you came to it and all this yeah. sort of stuff. Like, it was... There's people that I recognize whose real names I'll never know because, no. like, some people were going by character names, including us. Yeah. I would say, um, well, not... That, that a lot less people were doing. There yes. was still a good amount of people, but I think that was more, that was, like, yeah. the diehards mm-hmm. were doing that. I agree with that. Um... But it was, it felt cool. Like you said, it sold it to myself more mm-hmm. to be someone else for mm-hmm. like a few days and like mm-hmm. be like a character. Yeah. Like that was, that was, I was glad we did that. Yes. Um, and I was very apprehensive about both the other passengers and us LARPing cosplaying going into it. That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. we brought backup outfits. Yeah. That were like, all right, if we were an hour into this and we were like, I'm not about. Yeah. Like, we feel uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. Like this is almost making, ruining it for me. Yeah. Like we'll just go the like tourists from earth mode. In, like, our but human I, clothes? But it was, like, totally not because I noticed there was a couple times, like, when we went to the park, we decided, let's just wear regular clothes because, we're, like, people don't wear T-shirts and shorts in Star Wars, and I'm going to die if I'm not in a T-shirt and shorts. Right. So we decided to just wear regular clothes to the park. 
So we did have a little bit of time on the ship where we were in those regular outfits. And I will say, like, I did notice a difference in feeling. Yeah. Like, when I was in my Star Wars costumes, like, I feel like I held myself differently. I agree. In a I, way that, you like, did. You, like, worked I, for the it story. It, like, made, it made me more confident. It made yeah. me more willing to, like, push myself to talk to people in a way that I normally wouldn't. Or, like, we played a... A game like if you've ever been on a cruise sh- ship, they always do like those participatory games like um, the newlywed game or, yeah, and exactly. stuff like that, right? So there was a few things that were like that, and we did one that was basically a newlywed game, but Star Wars themed, and we were standing up and fr- it wasn't like a huge crowd or anything, no, but yeah. we were standing up in front of people and doing it, and like I would never do that ever, no, <laughs> but. I was in my fancy dress. I was feeling myself. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll stand up in front of I people was, and do I this. I was surprised at how much you were willing to go with that, to be honest with you. Like, were my legs shaking a little bit? Yes. Were they all? Did I enjoy it, though? Yes. No, I was just like, ooh, everyone's oh, yeah, looking at me. Oh, yeah, of course, you love the attention. No, yeah, I was yeah. still a little nervous, but the fact that I was willing to do it and, yeah. like, had fun doing it when normally, like, I would be so nervous. Yeah. Like, I think part of that was because I felt more confident because of my outfit. And I think part of that is also, like, how intimate and personalized it really does feel. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's so few people on board that, like, all the characters get to know you. Yeah, like, if you participate, they remember you. They might not always remember your name, but they remember your face. And they remember so, what they did with you. And they remember you. what you did with you. So they'll be like, oh, um did I see you at this table at dinner last night? And you're like, oh, yes, you did. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, I saw you. We hung out at that bar yeah. yesterday. Or they'll like, just casually yeah, be like, we did. how's the blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we're trying to talk around it so we yeah, don't exactly. get Tony spoilers. But like they all and all of them, mm-hmm. all of them are just really good at remembering faces. Yeah. And like connecting with people. I'd so you really feel like process. they know you. Yeah. For which, sure. like, I'm sure the second that the new cruise starts, they've forgotten everybody who came before, which is... But that's fine. Like, in the moment, you feel like you're making connections. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So, let's see. We, we talked about cast members. We talked about people. Let's talk about, like, the food. Oh, this is going to go for forever. You don't yeah, have to yeah, check yeah. out... She, she just leaned over and was like, how long have we been talking? It's like, bro, three hours is my max. Um, food and ship, like, aesthetic in general, just... Thumbs up? Yes. Any general impressions? Any kind of like without being um, spoilery about... Ship? Great. Fantastic. Okay. Extremely Star Wars? Yes. While at the same time not feeling like a copy of anything we've seen in Star Wars already. Mm-hmm. Which I think is always a delicate balance. Yeah. They did it really well. Yeah. Um, my complaint... My first complaint is here. Mm-hmm. Um it felt a little smaller than I wanted it to feel yes, going in. I would agree because um, there's like the corridors with the, the cabins with the yeah, rooms, mm-hmm. which fine. That's an, any cruise ship. You're not yeah. going to like spend time in those, but there was less common areas. There's less common areas less, than I was expecting. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think it's partially because like we were expecting a cruise ship, which is like yeah. the size of a floating yeah, city. So big. And this is like a smaller one with like a hundred people. So like, you don't need that much stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely felt a little small, and there were areas where I feel like it would have been better served if they had more space or more of. Things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But like the aesthetics on point. Yeah, amazing, beautiful. Great. Everywhere you looked was something. 
They thought about everything. And like, like to, down to like all the signs were in the other language and like. Um, with English as well. With but. English as well. But like you could, you know, we like we're trying to learn how to read it. And we're like practicing like, oh, that's R. That's mm-hmm. E. That's like, oh, restroom. Oh, cool. It's his restroom in the Star Wars language. Yeah. Um, what about the food? I would say on an objective level, very good. High quality. very creative Mm -hmm. um a lot of things where i was like i have no clue how they did this yeah like not that i'm like a fancy chef or anything but i was literally like i don't know how they achieved this yeah um so that was really cool and they also did a really good job at like taking foods or flavors that we all know and twisting it somehow so that it doesn't seem like normal that it yeah. it felt alien somehow. it was drawing from all over the world in terms yeah. of the cuisines and i don't even mean like okay the, the appetizer was an east asian appetizer and then the main course was like a south american course i mean like every single bite of food had elements of the middle east of east asia yeah. of africa of a south lot of america stuff blended of together. europe and north america like in ways that are so good like i don't know who did that Mm -hmm. they must have had a blast first of all the chef people um and it felt luxurious Mm -hmm. it did feel fancy like the portions were the right size they were very rich very Mm -hmm. flavorful clearly very high quality ingredients and i'll say like here's an example of one i feel like is small enough that it's not at all spoilery um at i think for breakfast only we saw this they basically had a fruit salad Mm -hmm. which sure Okay, fruit salad, pretty basic. Um, And it was mostly fruits that you'd be used to, like honeydew, cantaloupe, watermelon, right? I think they had, like, dragon fruit as well. Um, But they did something to it. I'm really not sure what. To change the texture? To change the texture slightly, but also the look. So it almost looked like... it when When you, like, put your fork into it, that it should be a jelly or something. Yeah. That was the, like, coating. Not a coating. That's just how it looked on the outside. And then the texture was slightly different. But it was, like, just enough that, like, yeah, the fruit tastes the same. Watermelon tastes like watermelon. Yeah. You know it's watermelon. But it looked different enough that you were like, oh, it's space fruit. Yeah. And and, uh, for me, a lot of it was, like, stuff I'd never heard of. Yeah. There was stuff, too, for me. And they were good about, like, being, like, if you just ask, it's like, yeah, this is chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. But, like, it was, you know, when you read the sign, it's like, oh, Endorian Tip-Yip with blah, blah, blah. Cheese noodles. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, you, even then, you're like, well, I don't know what the fuck fruit this is. Yeah, but, it but I don't know good. I'm going to eat it. There was a lot of stuff with Joganberry. Never heard of Joganberry. But now I want to look it up and be like, is that a fruit I can get here? Or is that a Star Wars name? Or is that a Star Wars name for a... And then, if so, what is the real fruit? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, it was fun. It was fun to, like try different things um, yeah try new things you never for the dinner you never really know what you're gonna get until you show up it's prefix yeah. mm-hmm. um so that's kind of fun and the dinner was different both nights dinner was different both, both nights both had different themes to the night yep which was nice i will say on a personal level i'm not like the pickiest eater or anything but i wouldn't say i'm adventurous yeah um like i can't do spicy things i don't do seafood except for shrimp so mm-hmm. like I'm not the the most adventurous eater. So there were some times where I was like, can I just get like 
a plain roll with like <laughs> dinner or like <clears throat> a little bit of that, you know? Yeah, um, I, I would say the same thing. I would say like it, it's all of it was extremely like well crafted, high quality, delicious, well thought out for yeah. a variety of palates and stuff. But like, yeah, as as a pickier eater than you, not everything um, was for me. Yeah. And I I tried to be like, when in space. Yeah. Right? Um, Yeah, we really tried everything. It was just... like two things that I just skipped out on. I was like, that just smells like curry. Yeah. No thank you. I will say, though, there were a lot of different options. So there's stuff that you can find that you'll like. Yeah, for sure. And you can eat as much as you want. So you can just like go and grab extra of the thing that you liked. And we didn't... We didn't push it, but I'm sure because I saw the waiters bringing out like pretty plain looking stuff that if you are like, can I just get some fucking chicken nuggets, please? Yeah. Yeah. There were definitely like a lot of parents who would just ask for specific types of food or like adjusted food for the kids. And they were very accommodating with that. Yep. Um, And they would like I noticed that they would bring uh, at the dinners that they would bring food out for the kids first. Um, oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, so just like they're not sitting around hungry yeah, and cranky. Yeah, yeah, of so like you can definitely work around that if you're a picky eater. Like they will accommodate you. I would say you just I'm, have to ask. I'm like, fairly picky. Yeah. When we're on vacation, I try to be like, okay. Oh yeah, you're willing to try things, but that doesn't mean you're going to like them. But in my real life, I don't try things, no. and I generally don't like them if they're not yeah. chicken nuggets or pizza. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed this. But yeah. yeah, on a personal level, I wished there was more plainer options. Yeah. Um, readily available as opposed to like, oh, I have to like be a fuss and yeah. like, yeah. Um, but it was great. But the food was yeah, great. It was great. Entertainment, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. The I show, don't want to say anything, but yeah, yeah no, but up. the show was incredible. Yes. It was yeah, very, yeah. The, like the main show that like everyone gets to be a part of. Yeah. Incredible. Fantastic. Good. Okay. Um, activities without saying what they are. Good. Everything you wanted. There's one in particular that yeah. was... Okay, yeah. That I, it wasn't bad. I just wanted more of... I think that yeah. was um, we're my same, own... We're on the same page with that, yeah. One of those places where my unreasonable expectations did get away from me. Yeah. And I think... Which I, makes I, sense. I'm like, I don't it know both, what I was expecting. But it, but it also makes sense, like, logistically. Right. Like... Yeah. Because we, we'll live, we do live in this world. Yeah, yeah. We, um, we in fact, don't live in a Star Wars story. So the technology... So for there like are some things that they yeah. cannot do. But some of the other ones caught me off guard with how much I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't think I'm going to care about that. And then we did it and I was like, that was, that so, was so fucking cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So 10 out of 10, 9.7. You're 9. still on 9.7? I'm still on 9.7. I'm still on 9.9. Okay. Um, incredible stuff. Yeah. All right. From here... If you don't want to know anything other than general impressions... Turn it off. Check out. We are transitioning now to medium-level spoilers, I would consider. So, like, things that you could see in pictures for the advertisements, Mm -hmm. things that Disney has said to people, Mm -hmm. um, specifically, like, what the rooms and activities are. Yeah. Um, So you could probably hang out for another, like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes or 15, 20 hours. I don't know. Uh, However long that takes. I think we've gotten a lot of it out of the way, really. Um, and then we'll give another warning when we transition to full out like story, like what was your favorite yeah, story? So right now like, we won't say anything about like what the specific no missions story were. Yeah, exactly. Not no specific characters or anything. Yep, 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 yep. But we'll talk about the activities and like what are those common spaces? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So this is your warning there. Three. Official warning. Two. One. 
the atrium. Oh my god, gorgeous. Fuck me. Gorgeous. It looks fancy and futuristic very, and Star Wars. Very, very much. They fun. had these two hologram giant column like, things. Tube things? That, that sounds dumb, but it, they were really look, cool. How did they do that? I don't know. It was holograms they, like, like from Star changed Wars. Throughout the time that you were there, sometimes yep. like it was just on a cycle of like the cruise logo and then yeah. like the planet we were circling. And then with the story, it also changes yeah. as well. And there was a couple of times where they had like the entire ship in the atrium. Yes. Um, and it didn't, it was crowded. It was definitely crowded. But it wasn't like unreasonably crowded. No, it wasn't like, we weren't like packed in like sardines or yeah. anything. Okay. So that's the first thing. You, you arrive and there's a terminal that's mm-hmm. on earth, but they're like, they take your bags and they're like, it's my pleasure to serve you, sir. Yeah. And they give they you give some you water, water and like, you have to go through the security check. Um, that was cool. It felt like um, interstellar almost, like mm. the NASA spaces. In yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Um, very like concrete, concrete minimalist, but, like, but beautiful. Sleek somehow, yes. even though it's concrete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Um, the logo for the cruise ship line oh, is there. First of all, the logo is gorgeous. What a good design. I love it. Yeah. Everything okay. about the design on point. Like, yeah. Amazing. So from there, you get on a shuttle. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That was just an elevator yeah. with screens to be like, mm-hmm. oh, we went light speed. Now yeah. we're on space. But whatever. That was fine. And then you step out into the atrium and the atrium like takes your fucking breath yeah, away. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's really gorgeous. And I think it's um, it's cool too because I feel like so much of Star Wars content that we see is the grungy side of Star Wars. Same, same. A little bit, but yeah. also just like everything's run down. Everything's chipped. Nothing looks new. Yeah. Like everything's dirty, kind of. Yeah. Mostly sandy, because for whatever reason, or everyone's obsessed of, with sand planets well, and Star yeah. Wars. Or in the case of the prequels, fully digital and doesn't Or fully feel digital, real. doesn't feel real, doesn't feel yeah. like something you could actually touch. Right. Um, this is not that aesthetic. No. This was a, the closest thing to this is Canto Bite, I guess. And I, I would say like a little bit of like Alderaan kind of like yeah. that we saw in the Obi-Wan show mm-hmm, mm-hmm, where it's mm-hmm. like, it did feel like the Tantive four, which it's is like the sleek ship. and minimalistic, but still like Lux yeah. at the same time. Mm-hmm. I wish more things in our world looked I like know, this. It's a really pleasant it's really nice. space. It's really nice on the eyes. So that's the atrium attached to the atrium is on the left, the bridge. Mm hmm. Which is like the command center, and there's like stations you can come in and out there unless there's specific activities or missions happening that you're not invited to, mm-hmm. um, which you won't get to be a part of everything and accept that going in. Yep. Um, you're having your own story, and there's a hundred other people, a hundred other rooms having their own stories also, uh, and that's fine. It's cool mm-hmm. to kind of know that like other things are happening, right? Yeah. Um, what did you think of the bridge? The bridge has giant windows. They're digital projector screen things. I don't know. Not sure. That looks like space. I thought it was great. I mean, it's it was bigger than I was expecting, which yes. is cool. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, like, consoles and stations. Yep. Um, the screens, I don't know how they did that, but it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't... I wasn't thinking about the fact that it was a screen. It just looked like you were looking out on the space. Like, you don't see seams or anything. No. Um, which and I'm assuming rounded. they probably block with, like, the parts of the ship. But they just do it really well. They have depth to them. They have depth to them so when things, like, because it's curved, like how you would think of a, like, a starship yeah. bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, when things cross the screen, they don't warp in any way, which no. I feel like is really easy to do with yeah. those kinds of curved mm-hmm. screens. 
was just really well done. I don't know how they did it. It's also con- the view is constantly changing based on like where we're supposed to be. You see ships flying by. Yeah. Um, I actually yeah. do do literally know how they did it because I looked up the patents well, we don't need to for go the screens that. and stuff. We don't need to go into they that. invented all sorts of new technology. Of for course this. they did. Very cool. Um, I will say minor, minor, minor gripe. The bridge, because of the way it had to be set up for having people in it coming and going and like mm-hmm. crowds of people sometimes, um, felt more Star Trek bridge mm. than Star Wars bridge to me. The windows, that. perfect. It's the exact windows that Darth Vader is always staring like gloomily out mm-hmm. into space, like yeah. the shape of them. He's just brooding and staring out. But the way the consoles were and the setup of the room felt too round and wide Although compared to, to like a Star fair, Wars ship. Have we really seen what the bridge of a ship like this would be in Star Wars? We've only seen like Star. Um, We've only seen like Star Destroyers and stuff. Yeah, that is yeah. meant for like war. Have, Have we, we seen, seen the, pleasure cruise? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like the Tanta Four is the Alderaan ship, but that's still like a military. It's a transport. Yeah, it's not like yeah, a, so. Like I don't know what oh, a, you know a what? luxury cruise liner bridge would look like. Another good comparison in terms of the aesthetic is the in Solo, mm-hmm. the yacht, the mm-hmm. private yacht that like he sees Kira on Quinlan Vos, not Quinlan Vos, um, Dryden Vos's yacht. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, but it's like a weird vertical, vertical thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah one. But we never see the bridge there. No, but the insides felt like that aesthetic. Yeah, true. So maybe this is yeah. just it's just a different Star Wars aesthetic than you're used Fair to. enough, I'm sold. And the windows were amazing. The windows were and both the way in that terms they of did, the technology and the shape, the cutouts of the windows, like I don't know how the to explain. The cutouts of the that. windows when you go to hyperspace, the yeah. way it looks is perfect. Yeah. Just the perfect geometry of it. Um also attached to the atrium on the far side is the bar, mm-hmm. the sublight lounge. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of the ship, I think. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So Star Wars. Like, why don't we have bars that look like that here? I want it. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was so Star Wars. There's a sabak table there. It's electronic. Which is like, for those of you that don't know, is basically the Star Wars version of poker. And there's just always people camped out playing. I went it was at like really hard to get spots. Six in the morning on disembarking. And there day, were people. And there, there was people playing oh sabak. Like, we only got to play it one time because it was like genuinely so hard to get a spot. They needed more sabak. They needed more sabak. They needed for a sure. casino area. They did. Oh, that would have been so cool. I know. I just oh, thought of that. Oh, that'd be so. That would have cool. been awesome. But the sabak table was nice. It was, it was cool. Really it was cool. holographic. Like you could see your yeah, cards. Yeah, it was somehow. cool. It was really cool. The drinks in the bar all fantastic. Look different. They don't look like they any drinks really you've different. ever had. A lot of them were like glittery. Or had like cool foams that were like really tasty. Yep. And, and the the silverware and the cups and all that everything. were like everything was Perfect. served in a nothing felt like normal from Costco yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like I will say, they do not skimp on the alcohol. Oh, expensive drinks. Expensive drinks. You would think for how much drinks. you're spending that they would include the alcohol. They don't. That's they don't. a serious gripe, especially for us. We don't drink that much. But and also the, the specialty non-alcoholic drinks you also have to pay for, but they're not that expensive. They were yeah. like eight bucks, I would say. Blue milk, soda, water, juices, all of that is included. Iced tea, Anything like with alcohol or any like Coffee. specialty drinks. Yeah, like the... I don't know, Bespin Cloud or whatever. Hoth Icebreaker. Hoth Icebreaker. It's just like a bunch of fruit stuff and like a Sprite and yeah. whatever. But like... But when you get an alcoholic drink, they are strong. So just very know strong. that. Very strong. <laughs> um, but the bar was so cool. It was so cool. Everywhere you looked, there was just like random like a not fish tank 
Yes, with a not fish fish in it. Yeah, which I'm assuming wasn't real. No, they weren't real. Um, but but Ian, they made them look real. It looked yeah. like they were swimming around. Ian is like, tell me more. I need an hour <laughs> on the fish tank, please. Um, the chairs, the everything. tables, mm-hmm. the, everything was so The Star music Wars. that was playing. Yes. It was they, great. They made a whole like album, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. There was a bunch of like Star Wars songs that were not like just the soundtracks. It mm-hmm. was like mm-hmm. in-world yeah. radio, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. Very, very cool. I think the bar was probably my favorite area. Um, 9.9 out of 5 on that one. <laughs> Um, okay. what else? There was a store. The store was disappointing. Was it disappointing? It was really small. Really small and mostly just sold costumes for people who didn't realize that they wanted and a cosplay. And a lot of stuff specifically for kids. Yes. Which, which I get, but then also have more adult options. Seriously. You know? Yeah. And like they had some good like souvenir stuff like shot glasses and, and magnets and keychains and stuff like that. Yep. Um, they had a lot of jewelry, but it was all really expensive. There was a $2,000 necklace. Yeah, I don't know if you saw which, that. Which fine to have that high end stuff, yeah. but like have a bit of lower end stuff too. The cheapest thing I saw was like earrings for 50 bucks. Yeah. Like have some, which were like, just the logo, have some cheaper things, have some cheaper yeah. options, you know, for sure. Um, they also do have an exclusive lightsaber, that you can get there that is only for the Halcyon. The Halcyon is the name of the ship. Um, and it, it's cool. It's it, a nice it has the Chandrilla Star logo on it's in the hilt. It's very sleek. Yes, I like design. it. I really like the design. I, I, I care a lot about and lightsaber design. It comes and- with a set of um, Arabesh characters, um, which is the Star Wars language. Yeah. Um, it's a one to one correlation to the English alphabet. Yeah. And there's an area on the lightsaber hilt where you can put. A character. It's just like a little round pin mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. So you can ch- customize that to, you could be your like first initial, last initial, your made up character name, whatever yeah. you want. Um, and put, it comes with the whole set so you can exchange it as you'd like. Yeah, exactly. And I, I put a Z in there because I'm Zotos, but I'm thinking now when I'm home, I'm going to put an M in there for Mobius. Um, because I'm Darth Mobius. Ah, okay. And so I was a secret Sith. Uh, um, as you might imagine. As always. Everybody's like, nah, yeah, well, no, we assumed. <laughs> Not so secret. Um, that's true. My costumes were all black and red. But, uh... Or as your Star Wars buddy Pat said, anime Sith. Anime Sith, that is what <laughs> <coughs> Um, the store was my most disappointing part. I was excited to, like, um, be able to give them more of my money. Yeah. And yeah, then much. they made it hard. Yeah. Um... I did get the $200 lightsaber, but, you know, besides that. Um, and none of the stuff on the ship has the Star Wars logo. Nothing says Star Wars. No. It is all Chandrilla Star. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're, if you've ever been on a cruise and you go to the store and it's just, like, Royal Caribbean yeah. t-shirt, Royal Caribbean hoodie, it was all, like, Chandrilla Star stuff. Yep. Um, but mostly just costumes mm-hmm. for people who didn't realize. And that was funny because then you'd see yeah, someone in, like, in basketball shorts and, like, a fancy top <laughs> yeah. tunic. For dinner, like the the Organa security. Yeah. Now that I'm now that you said it, I, there's so much more Alderaan to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was cool. But the store, the store where I wanted it to be more. Yeah. Um, that was a little disappointing. Then from there, you start branching off into the hallways. The look of the hallways with the rooms. Yeah, perfect. Incredible. Perfect. The hotel room itself, incredible. The, even like the door to the room. Yep. Perfect. 
um, the bed, the bank bunk bed. Everything has logos. The mirrors all have the lighting, and it's that Star Wars lighting that's like long and then dot and then long and dot. Um, Even the things like they have a little tin with some face masks, which you're allowed to take home with you. Um, and on the instructions in the back, it's in English and Arabish. Yep. And the like image of the person using the mask is a Twi'lek, I think. Oh, is it? I didn't catch yeah. that. So it's like even little details like that. In the, uh, in the shower, beautiful shower, overhead oh, nice and shower. wand. Um, and you could have them going at the same time. The hair stuff, like the shampoo and the conditioner, obviously said shampoo and conditioner in English. Um, but then in Arabish... I like I sat there and I translated it and it would said hair slash fur and then that wasn't translated into yeah. English anywhere. It's, like it's like just a little Easter egg for yeah. you if you know how to read Arabish. There's so much stuff like that. Um, I was glad we took the time to like teach ourselves that alphabet because yeah, it's fun. it's words in English is just like one to one letters. Um, so we made little flashcards and yeah. like we're practicing on the way down on the plane and stuff. And uh, you have a window, the window or looks a out space. On- Port? That one was less good than the one on the bridge. Yeah, which makes sense. Because it's smaller. Honestly. Yeah, um, it's smaller. But it is cool because when the ship jumps to light speed, no matter where you are on the you ship... You see it through the window. You see it through the window. So if you happen to be in your room and it jumps, the windows do the streaking thing and yeah. then all of a sudden you're in hyperspace. It's so, and it's cool. Like, it's so cool. And then it shows you like if you're if we're like circling around a planet, you can see the planet, you yeah. see other ships like Yeah, and they'll and be going. like we are now passing by Coruscant on your you know yeah. like um, you see, like, loader droids, like, carrying cargo in. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. it's just const- – there's constantly activity. For sure. You can turn it off for when you go to sleep, which I would recommend because it's very bright. It is pretty bright. Um, but it's cool when you go back to the room and that's the only thing that's on. Yeah. Because then you're that like – you, you can turn off all the lights except that and yeah. it looks really cool. So the aesthetic of the room, perfect. Perfect, yeah. Bed, comfortable. Yep, really comfortable. The queen one. Yep. Pillows, comfortable. Everything. Um, bathrobes, really fancy bathrobes. Oh, the bathrobes are really comfy. Screamed luxury. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we're just like poor. <laughs> we're easily impressed. Even though we literally talk about spending like yeah. infinity money. Well, that's why we're like, poor. We spend but, like, all the money. I don't know what actual real life luxury hotels are like. Yeah, no idea. In my head, they're like this. Yeah. So, um, great stuff. Mm-hmm. Super great stuff. Then Then what? there's the dining room. The dining room. Yep. Uh, Crown of Corellia mm-hmm. dining room. Really, really cool. My second favorite part of the ship, probably. probably. Again, very sleek, very luxe. Like, the chairs have, like, a, a velvet kind of yeah. fabric to them. Um, the, the chandelier. The chandelier, like, lighting's gorgeous. gorgeous. And also very creative. And very space-looking. Very space-looking, very creative, like nothing I've seen before. Yep. Um, plenty of space yep. for people. We never had to sit with anyone else. The breakfast and lunch is buffet style, which yep. there was never lines. No. Um, and they were constantly refilling the food, so that was great. Um, the the wait staff were great. Incredible. Very incomodating. Really good. On top of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a special experience you can add on that you can get called the captain's table for one of the two nights. You can either do it the first night or the second. They don't let you do it for both nights. I tried. Um... And so that's like a, a, a sort of raised table in the middle. It's a bigger table. It's in the middle. It, it has like lights on it. It has it, lights it, on it. You it, get when you, for dinner, you get a couple extra courses. Yeah. Extra foods that you couldn't try. Um, and that's really cool looking. Yeah. Really cool looking. Just the aesthetics of the, the dining room was fantastic. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are other areas of the ship that you have access through, through missions. I wouldn't consider this story missions. Because, like, they are on the schematics of the map and stuff. So, like, oh, you like know... spoilers. The, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't consider it a story But spoilers. you cannot access them unless you participate in the missions. Right. Like, 
There's um, so like there's an engineering room. There's an engineering room with and like a hyperdrive core. In order to like open anything that's quote unquote locks, you have to yeah. use your magic band, which you get a special magic band for the ship. Um, so if you don't do the missions, you like the magic band will unlock those pieces. Yeah. I mean, you can always sneak in when you someone can always sneak opens in it and wait for someone else to open it, but like you physically cannot get in there yourself. Did you like the engineering? You do the, yes, it was so cool. so cool. Every they're so good about having buttons everywhere for you to just click. Oh my god, yes. Even the ones that don't do anything, yes. you just like just like the tactile feedback of like click click it's click. It's like um I'm trying to try <laughs> think of a good comparison and the thing that keeps popping into my head which not everyone will get this reference, but the um, Transformers ride in Orlando, yeah, in Universal Studios. In that line, while you're waiting, there's lots of buttons that you can click. Yeah, um, it's like a couple here and there as you go. There's never like a whole panel where you can hit every button, or it'll be like there's a big panel, but there's only like two buttons that you can actually click, kind right. of thing. And then nothing happens when you click them, right? Um, Although there was also stuff that like if you click stuff in the right order not even as part oh, of the no, mission oh no no I mean like on the Transformers oh on the Transformers yeah 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 it was like that exploded they fully understood that like you see buttons you want to hit buttons button light and you want something to happen when you hit those buttons yeah. mm-hmm. like they just understood that like that childhood desire to just push flashing buttons never goes away I'd imagine the engineering room is also more the area for children probably but I had a great time yeah, there. yeah, yeah it was yeah, yeah. so much fun and it felt it didn't feel like a set particularly. Like, every once in a while, mm. steam would just come out of pipes. Yes. You could make steam come out of pipes if you did the right things and yep. you press stuff in the Lights right way. Lights would flash and there was, like, sound. Yes. Things would, like, like, rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The power core would suddenly light up. It didn't like, look too clean. No. that Those were, like, the, that was one of the few areas that, like, looked grungy and dirty. Because in the back. Which makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was, like, kind of tight and crowded on purpose. Yep. The um, hyperdrive core was so fucking so cool. cool. Oh, my God. So cool. Like, the, the way it lit up and stuff. And I think it got brighter when there were jumps. Yes. Which was, like... And you could do something... By pressing buttons in the right way, you could get it to... Um, charge up or Start up, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. like, go to another level. Like, kick into gear. I wonder if when you're upstairs... That sets off something in the windows. Maybe. That's like no, that we would have been ridiculous. going to hyperspace all the time. That's true. Yeah. So right. it doesn't, well, doesn't. we kinda were. No. Fair enough, fair enough. Um engineering room was cool. There's a brig, which nothing really happens in there, but I guess there are some storylines where people Maybe. go in there. Maybe we, we just didn't, didn't see them. We didn't get that. Um there's a cargo bay. What's the cargo bay? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a cargo bay. There's a um there's an outdoor... climate simulator. <laughs> yeah. Basically, if you're like, I've been in this bunker for two days, I need fresh air. Um, you go out and it's like a garden with like stones and like people mm-hmm. made those like stone towers where yeah. you just tackle them. But the, those aren't like, you could knock them over. Mm-hmm. Like clearly those were made by guests. Yeah. Um, and there was plants, but they were like weird looking plants. Yeah. Um, which was cool because you didn't, even when you went out there, like, yeah, you got the, the Florida humidity and punch in the face of yeah. nine, like 96 degrees slash 38. I think that would be in Celsius, something like that. Um, but it felt still yeah, Star Wars. It did. Um, There's a lightsaber training room. Very plain looking. It's just yeah. a, it's just a box. Mm-hmm. For Which is fine. It stuff. doesn't but it, crazy. Yeah, it didn't need to be. That wasn't the star of the show there. Um, and I think that's all I the areas. That's everything. Yeah. yeah. That's all the main areas, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, great. Yeah. Amazing. Fantastic. Great. Anything else that you would consider like ship spoilers that aren't story spoilers off the top of your head? Nothing I can think of. 
Um, we talked a little bit about the landing area at the park. Oh, yeah. I guess we could talk a little bit about the shuttle to the park. The shuttle to the park was cool. It was really cool because it's, it's meant to be like a little transport ship that does goes from the cruise, which is docked like up circling around the planet yeah. of Batu. Um, and then you get on to this little shuttle, which I'm sure is just a van that they've somehow yeah. repurposed, but it looks really good. Mm-hmm. There's a droid that talks to you. Yep. Um, the windows, like you can see the Halcyon in the background getting further and further yep. away um, and the they planet play, getting closer. Uh, radio. They yep. play a Star Wars radio. Yep. Uh, there's lots of signs in Arabish. Everything's in Arabish there. Um, so that was really cool. Yep. And then in terms well of. Well air conditioned, which is nice. In terms of when you're in the park. Um, it's the same park as everybody else, but you do get to skip the lines on the rides, which was cool. Yep. Um, I wouldn't consider this story spoilers. This is kind of the place to shove this. Um, you get a free food at the park as well as yeah, a lunch voucher. buffet on the ship. So you could have two lunches on the second day if you want. Um, they give you this cool little pin. Yeah. That like everyone who's logo. in the park knows that you're a Halcyon. So the workers do interact with you like differently. Yep. And uh, um, you can like, and you, you know who else is like a passenger yep. on board as well mm-hmm. and it's all the people with their phones out like yeah, scanning holding it up to random trees <laughs> yeah because like... you do you do missions on the ship but you oh, also yeah. do get missions when you're at the theme park as well yeah it's like you'll be on the ship and like such and such character will be like hey i need this from batu and you're down there can you get it for me yeah like let me know when you're here yeah and, and so like you, you have to, to like do. stand in a certain spot and like hit a certain yeah. button on the app which can be a little frustrating because like there's they don't there's never instructions but like you can figure it out. Yeah, but like in You'll real life, you don't have. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, but like, there were definitely a few times where we're like sweaty and hot, and we're in the sun and trying to figure out this one thing. And, and I'm, like, I'm scanning the wrong fucking cargo box because the the there's like twelve of them, yeah. and we can, and it's so bright you can barely see your phone screen, and yeah. you're getting annoyed. But like, you figure it out. I will say we've been to that park several times many times now like on three different trips but like multiple different days each of those trips um if that had been the first time i was going to the park it would have been i wonder if the missions would have been distracting they would have been distracting and i feel like i wouldn't have gotten to experience the theme park as much as i would have wanted to yeah so maybe if this is your first time going like Go and do the missions on your cruise day, but then maybe book an extra day and get to just take the park in yeah, slowly. Yeah, if you can. Either before or after, I think, is fine. Although the, the shuttles from the ship to the park run from 8 in the morning to 4 p.m. So like, Yeah, so you could spend a good amount of time, but then you're also like missing out on chances to do stuff. It was nice. We went back ship. like at 11. Yeah, like 11.30, something um, like Because we wanted to have lunch on the ship, and we were like, we've been to the park a bunch of times mm-hmm. before. We don't need to go back. So I guess if you had those four hours, you could do it more slowly. I would, but like if you could planet i would recommend having a day before or after the cruise where you can just exclusively i wouldn't do it before i would the first time you go being part of like yeah sells the immersion of the park also um but yeah yeah, i guess you could have we could have had four more hours in the park to like just sit and then stare at the millennium falcon which we kind of did anyway yeah um but it does add value to Mm -hmm. the parks doing the missions is cool because you feel more interactive even than already like yeah um, and in some way, like, I agree with you that if you have never been there, like, it probably would be best for the first time to be on the excursion and then have a separate day, like, afterward. To go back. But for us, since we were already familiar with, like, this, the setup, the layout, where everything is. All the stores. All the stores. Everything. Like, we knew that. And we knew how to get to places. The missions added, like, another layer because 
it was like, here's this place that you're already familiar with, yeah. but here's like secret things running yes. beneath that like you didn't get to experience yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's like, oh, go here. And you're like, oh, I know where Sabi's workshop is. Let's run over there. Right. Um, so that was kind of cool too. Um, and we didn't take advantage of the. Oh, no, I guess we did with the cantina. But you get those. There are things in the park that basically like you have to be on the computer at four in the morning hitting refresh. Yeah. And by 4.02, it's like sold out. Yeah. Um, which is a genuine gripe against the park, but Just because you're a ship person, you get automatic reservation if you want it for the lightsaber building experience, mm-hmm. for, for the, the cantina, depot. for the droid depot where you build a droid. Yeah. Like they set aside a certain amount of slots. Yeah. Which all of that stuff can be very difficult to get on a, mm-hmm. on your own. So that basically. is nice. So that is a huge benefit that we didn't use, but that is a benefit of that. Yeah. Um, and like we said before, you get to go to the park. <laughs> A little early before it's open. So, like, when you for if you go like first thing when you're allowed to, there is like almost nobody in the park. Yeah. And which is kind of nice because then you can walk around a little bit and like really see stuff without there being crowds. That's true. We rush straight to the rides, but that could be a good time if you're going for the first time to just, yeah, like, to just like take it in, take pictures, mm-hmm. just walk around. Yes. I would highly recommend if you have not been there before, the first thing that you do is go and take photos in front of the Falcon before there's a, before million, there's a million, people. million people so that you have like not so many people in the background. Of your yeah. Photos. You can angle it. You can go stand at certain spots and like people but are pretty good about like, a lot giving you space. Yeah. Everyone gets it. Even in the park, everyone gets yeah, it. Yeah. Everyone like, gets it. They're so it's, it gives you mild hope for humanity that like people can be. No. No, fair enough. Fine. But also you get to skip the line for the rides. Yep. Um, which is great. We The reason that we went and sped straight towards the rides is, especially Rise of the Resistance, not infrequently breaks down. For like an hour at a like time. For like an hour at a time. Yeah. And so it's less likely to do that like first thing in the morning because it hasn't run many times. Yeah. So that's why we like beelined it for the rides, yeah. really. And the rides are amazing. The rides are amazing. So much fun. It adds value because like you're doing missions as part of going on the rides. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a mission that took me into the cantina. Yeah. So like we're there at the me cantina too. enjoying ourselves, but also like now I have like secret stuff happening yeah. at the cat. Like, that was so And I will cool. say about the, the storylines too, without getting too spoilery, but now that we're in medium territory, um, because they're so individualized, like, and it's literally like someone will send you a message on your data pad and it gives you a couple options on how to respond and like which one you choose affects what they say next. It affects yeah. the types of missions you're going to get later yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Um, which is cool. The more you interact with certain characters, the more you get missions. Yeah, of a you get type. your familiarity level rises, and yeah. you might get certain types of missions with them. Mm-hmm. And so we had a lot of the same missions, but we also had differing ones as well. Yes, which was cool because we were there together and seeing those missions and often joining each other on them. Yeah, we got to see more than what we were given. Yeah, sort of. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of nice. So if you are going with a group of people, like obviously do what. You want, but I don't know that that's feasible with more than two people because, like, the missions really are. I guess if you're you're with two people, like, I would encourage you to not respond everything the same. Oh, that you are having those different tracks and you get to see more. Um, That paid out a lot on the second day. That really paid out a lot on the second day. Us being on different tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. I feel like that's kind of it for. Yeah. Yeah, medium yeah, yeah. spoilers, right? All right. So full spoilers. Full spoilers. This is your from here. If you were of medium spoiler, you already realize this, but go, go <laughs> and do it as soon as you can. Um, if you want to message me online or whatever for questions about like advice, sure, fine. 
but do it and, and just go do it. And it was so cool. Um, but now we are officially going to full out story spoilers. Full spoilers. So, so if you don't want to know this kind of stuff, stop listening. Yeah, which I would recommend not. I honestly, would too. Unless you, for this section, if you are never planning on going. But you're just curious. Yeah. Listen, if you're planning on going, tune out. Yeah. Go in as sto- story spoiler free as possible, I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. All right. So final warning. Three, two, one. The fucking final show at the end. Oh my God. It was amazing from like, I don't know, like 4 p.m. to like 10.30 p.m. Yeah. It was just like balls out crazy. The, the last six hours are exhaustingly cool. It was my favorite part. It was like- By far. They did a really good job. I felt like of like things are kind of slow when you first get there because you're boarding. You got to get to your room. You're, you're learning you're, how to use you're the learning data how pad. To use the data pad. You're exploring the ship. Maybe you're changing into your costume. Yeah. Maybe you're hungry. You're yeah. getting some food. They really like ease you into the mission aspect, yeah. and it like slowly ramps up. You yeah, go to the I would park, say you get more after the first day. I was a little worried, or maybe like. Like, isn't there more to this? Yeah. Is yeah. this really going to be... But, they, but, tr- but it does. It builds yeah. up. And then it, like, really pays off. Yeah. So, at the end, Kylo Ren shows up. This is full spoilers, like I said. Kylo Ren shows up. Ray shows Rey up. Ray shows up. And they battle. And, like, it's they so destroy cool. parts of the atrium. There's, they like, do. pyrotechnics. It's so cool. There's stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. There's someone who's a hero who's in a stormtrooper costume who reveals himself and halfway through. And everyone went crazy yes like they literally had to wait to like say what they needed to say because people were cheering so much yeah and people were like like the villain the first order guy there's a first order guy who like shows up on the ship like like pretty soon okay halfway through the first day yeah and he's like we are we are taking control of the blow we're investigating (coughs) he was incredible he was maybe the best character i don't know so was sammy the engineer oh sammy was great too sammy. yeah sammy oh, mvp and that's cool because the characters that you're interacting with on the data pad oh yeah are there are the people on the ship mm-hmm. so you're texting and they'll reference like yeah and so if you say like hey i got that stone for you i scanned that cargo thing that you needed they they know what all of their possible missions are with you and yeah. so they know what you're talking about and they'll engage with it even though like they weren't literally texting you on the data pad. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's just cool. There's one character who's basically like a Han Solo type. He's like a rogue scoundrel kind of guy. And it was adorable seeing all the teenage boys just like trailing, trailing around him, him like duckling. Wraith, Wraith. Yeah, yeah, that was so funny. <coughs> I was one of them. I yeah. love Wraith. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the final battle thing was, was so cool. So like, fucking, so cool. So and everyone cool. was like cheering and booing. And there was literally times where like people would just be like, <gasps> yeah. Like, it yeah. was so And fun. not just us, like everyone. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, so the, the first order guy, every time he tried to talk, everyone would be like, boo. Yeah, people would you boo him. suck. It was we so hate great. You. <laughs> he was funny. He, he was, was funny. like that perfect Star Wars villain of like British, sarcastic. Over the top. Condescending and over the top and theatrical. Yes. But like the perfect blend of it. He was great. He He was was he was one of the better actors. The a bunch of the characters are not human. Mm -hmm. So like there's a Rodian, which is the one that Greedo is, kinda has like a long mouth and bug eye face. I don't know. If if you know what a Rodian is, there's a Rodian. There's a Rodian. There's droids. There's a Twi'lek. There's a Twi'lek, she's the singer. Mm -hmm. Um the captain is a a chiss, which is what Grand Admiral Thrawn is. Chiss, 
I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Um, so she is blue skin and like contacts and and yeah and, yeah, and that was great. She and those people worked so hard. Oh my god, incredible! Like I, they just must be so tired. <laughs> Twelve hours of yeah. like interacting with everyone that off, wants to yeah. talk to them, take a picture with them, and they remember your story. Yep. Like Wraith kept coming up to me and be like, "Hey, uh, uh, yeah, like referencing yeah. stuff from the day before." We, the captain does show up briefly at the captain's table before she gets like called away for an emergency. AKA the um, first order. AKA the first order. But then, like, we saw her the next day, or maybe it was later that that day, and she was she saw us, and we were in different clothes and stuff by then, and she and she saw us, and she was like, "Oh, thank you so much for coming to my table. Like, I'm so sorry I had to leave. How was the food? Yeah. So like, they remember you. And she's like, it's like I roll, I roll, fucking first order, am I yeah, right? Basically, it was so great. Um, the cruise director was okay. We just you she didn't really fine. interact with her that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, in terms of her acting. Oh yeah, she was fine. Um, the singer was a great singer. The singer was a great singer. Less convincing actress when she was walking around the atrium and yeah, stuff and yeah. it was like Gaia Gaia she was like I felt I could tell that she wasn't an actress yeah. the way the other people were um <clears throat> there's this like singer songwriter character yeah who is like supposed to be a passenger but yeah is a character um who also a really great singer great singer. um and just really fun really good at interacting with people really good at like getting people to like get up and do stuff so 10 out of 10 on the main story? 10 out of 10. Okay. So the main story basically is that you're, that the ship is covertly a resistance transport. Yeah. The ship is a luxury cruise, mm-hmm. but while they're doing the cruise lines and making stops at various ports, they are also picking up cargo. Coaxium specifically, coaxium which specifically is light speed fuel for those of you that don't know. To deliver to the resistance. So they yeah. are, they are actually a cruise line and we are all supposed to be passengers who are yep. just trying to have a cruise. And Chewbacca's around, but he's um, like always sneaking. And so you have to like sneaking, sneaking him on and off the ship yep. is part of missions for certain people. So that was Basically, like, the First Order catches whiff of the fact that there's resistance support going on, and they take over the ship. Yeah, and then it, has, it continues to and escalate. Continues continue. They're like, there. we are investigating. Like, we're not going to say everything that happened. Yeah, but they're investigating, trying to find, like, who is resistance and right. who supports so, them. So, with the storylines, basically, then you can either help the First Order in their investigation, or you can help the resistance characters on the ship, like hide things from the First Order. Yeah. So or like, you can be... Um, I don't really know how you can be a scoundrel, though. Smuggling stuff. Uh, I had a lot of that. Oh. Uh, I was Wraith. Wraith is the... Oh, so I my see. interactions okay. with Wraith, where I was like, we like... So then... <clears throat> one of my missions was I did a heist. Right. Where, like, we had to distract the stormtroopers while someone else did a thing. So, like, we had to have a cocktail napkin in our... Magic band. Magic band, like, under a magic band. And you're just kind of, like, standing in a certain spot. And then, like, he comes up to you and he's like, hey, hey, hey. They're stormtroopers. You gotta go, go go distract them. And then, like, someone steals a gem. And then mm-hmm. late, later when I'm on the planet, I had to find a counterfeit gem to put back. And, like, it was incredible, man. Yeah, it was really cool. So really you really incredible. get to decide, like, who you're supporting. But you can also go – you can play both sides if you want. Yeah, you, you played both sides more than I did. Only a little bit at the first, in the beginning. Um, but, yeah, so, like – and, like we said before, like, how you respond and which missions you choose yeah. to do – affects your future storyline. Yeah, so the First Order is investigating. Chewie is there. We're trying to get Coaxium so that, like, when you go to the planet, you steal the Coaxium. That's one of the rides is actually, like... the Falcon ride. Yeah, is stealing Coaxium. And then you bring it back, and then at the end, the First Order finds the Coaxium. It's a whole thing. Ray shows up, and Kylo Ren shows up, and they have a big battle, and then that's the end. Um, 
That was so cool. That was so cool. We got a mission. Um, I don't know how we unlocked it, really. I thought maybe it was Captain's Table, but it ended up being more people than that. Um, where we got to, like, there was a part when the fucking First Order shows sends TIE fighters to, like, fight the ship. Yeah, basically the mission just said, like, show, come to the bridge at this time. Um, for a secret debriefing. For a secret debrief with the captain. And then you get there, and it's not the captain, but it is a, another character that you know. Yeah. And basically, like, you have this group of... 20? 20 people, maybe? Yeah. Um, And you have a plan to try... Because we need to get reinforcements. Yeah. Because we're being invaded by the First Order. Yeah. Um, the captain does show up briefly. Yeah. To give us orders and then goes. And then essentially, like... A battle breaks out. We have to go... Um, to a relay station to send a message to the resistance. Yep. And us 20 people were the ones who got to do all of that. We had to pilot the ship through an asteroid field. Yeah, we had to destroy asteroids. Then there were TIE fighters. It was crazy. Really cool. Really, I felt so lucky that we got that mission because, like, we were straight up, like, flying and fighting. I know. We shot down TIE fighters. Yeah, and that wasn't, like, a thing that happened a bunch of times. That happened once. That happened one time. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about the things that happened a bunch of times. So the the pre-planned activities, the big ones... There's bridge training, so they teach you how to Which fly so and how to shoot. And you do, like, all the different stations. You do a rotation. That was amazing. That was really, really fun. That was really cool. Um, there's lightsaber training. That's the one that we were kind I of... wish there was more. ...dancing around. It wasn't bad by any means. No. It's just you don't get that many turns. And I don't know what I was expecting kids. that they could do. Yeah. That would know. feel like... I just wanted more time. Yeah, that too. For and, sure. like, I get that they focus on the kids who are there mm-hmm. because, of course... Which makes sense. I'm not saying they shouldn't, but like, I want it. I'm saying I want that too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know? Um, they should have, no, what, that's disappointing because they had a whole ass building. They should have had like three or four lightsaber really training should, rooms. Yeah. They had one and lightsaber I really think room. that they should do, like, they did have specific lightsaber training for seven and under. Yeah. That was different, um, which is smart. But I think that there should have also been like an eight to 12. Yeah. And then adults. And let them And then go like nuts. 13 plus or That'll something. That'll be more fun for the kids too, because yeah. like, they kept trying to be like, shh, not right now. Yeah, because, like, like they're getting rowdy because obviously they're excited and... But there's, like, story going on, like, when yeah. you're getting trained. So, like, the actors gently have to, like, be Reprimand like, them. Not reprimand, but, like, all right, buddy, Owen, right now, Owen. Fucking Owen, man. Yeah. That kid was... Um, all right, well, we're not using the lightsaber right now, but we're, we're talking, you know, like, whatever. So... I want, yeah, I wanted more lightsaber interactions. Yeah. That was, that was my, that was that's my things. biggest yeah. gripe probably. Mm-hmm. Not that it was bad. It just wasn't enough. Yeah. Agreed. Um, what else was like pre, we did a photo shoot experience. That was great. If you can afford it and have interest in that, mm-hmm. that was really good. They were so like accommodating. They worked with us. They were like, what shots do you have? What rooms do you mm-hmm. like? We didn't do it, but they did offer Sabak lessons. Yeah. That and conflicted then- with our lightsaber training our, yeah. and our dinner. Um, and they had a Sabak tournament. Yep. Um, and that was when people were on the planet, so it was less crowded. Yeah. Um, they they had some games, like a, a, the newlywed one yeah, we talked about. Which we like won. Something, High five. Something that was basically like a Star Wars version of Bingo. Yep. Um, they I, they had like a time to do uh, droid races for kids. Yeah. If they if you built a droid, um, the first dinner is dinner and a show. So yeah. there's a singer and a musical performance, and she was good. And it, which still has storyline going on with it. Yep. Um, the second night dinner was, um, I forget what they called it, but it was basically it was four courses, and each 
course was from a specific planet. Mm -hmm. And so like they introduced it, said what planet it was from. The lights would change accordingly. There was one time where they pumped in a smell, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, The music when there was one of the, one of the dishes was from Mustafar, which is like Darth Vader's evil lava planet. And the music, music was got, very, like, ominous. very ominous. Yeah, it was really cool. And then, like, obviously, the food was themed based on that planet as well. Yep. Um. So yeah, that was great. What was your favorite individual mission moment for you? Ooh, favorite individual mission moment. So not like the main storyline. Yeah, like stuff. something that not everyone did. Okay. Um. I, I mean, other than the bridge battle, because I think that would probably yeah, be yeah, it for yeah, both that was of super us. Cool. That was yeah. Super cool. Um, probably it was small and it wasn't that exciting in and of itself, but there was one mission that I had to go to the cargo bay and I think very few people got to go to the cargo bay. Yeah, that was not. And it was also like very much tucked away and not obvious. It wasn't labeled. Um, and when I went with you one time, cause you had a mission, we saw one cast member, like walk through to just go behind the scenes to go, like through the crew member only door. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I went by myself on a mission, I saw no one. And so it was just cool. Cause it felt like we were finding a secret room that yeah. other people didn't know, which like other people went, I saw a couple other people at certain times going through that door. But when we were there, there was no one, which was different than like when you went to an engineering room, the engineering room was always people. Crowded. So that was cool because yeah, that really felt to me like, ooh, I'm doing something secret. When like, when I said earlier that putting in the effort to like really do the missions mm-hmm. pays out the second night, yeah. there was a moment with Ray that I think only like we shouldn't split. fifty people think. got, but like it was, was so cool. Yeah. It was so cool. It, like I got that, I got goosebumps. Yeah. And then later there was um my mission payout on the second night was we had to like ready the ship for it to be able to like escape yeah basically so it was we had, like, like reset the systems because the first order had taken control of yeah the, of and the ship. so like again maybe like 30 people that was so cool in the engineering room for a half hour fixing like, the ship basically doing like resetting things. all the yeah. systems and that was really cool chewbacca was with us mm-hmm. um, i got to shake, shake chewbacca's hand and yeah. he patted me on the back it was so cool my favorite improvised moment yep uh, Ray was sneaking around the ship. Yep. And she couldn't get seen. And there were stormtroopers coming by that, like, I'm, I'm assuming they planned that on them being in the hallway at the same yes, time. Yes, obviously. But so, like, the this Wraith character, who's, like, the scoundrel character, is trying to encourage everyone to, like, distract the stormtroopers so that Ray can get away. Yeah. And so people would just sort of, like, crowded the hallway to block the stormtroopers' view. And the stormtroopers were like, what are you doing yeah, here? Yeah, people were just trying to, like, talk loudly or, like... Yeah. Be like, hey, Stormtrooper, come look at this. And I just, I don't know how or why it just sort of came to me, but I very loudly just started screaming the happy birthday song. Yeah, and I started joining you, and, and then clapping. a couple of other people started joining you. And then, like, after, like, saying the first happy birthday... To you. Everyone was singing. Everyone in the hallway like was singing it. 50 people in the hallway clapping and singing and happy singing birthday happy to birthday no at one. The, at the Stormtrooper. Yeah. And, like, the scoundrel character was like, hey, man, I didn't know it was your birthday. Congrats. Yeah. And the Stormtrooper was just, like, saying they're looking confused. And That then, was a good moment because I... It was just, just everyone fun. was so immediately on board. Yeah, with just, like, and it, singing I happy definitely birthday. think it took the Stormtrooper off guard. Yeah. And then... Um, 
the scoundrel guy was like, we got to get you some cake. And then we started the chant of, we want, want cake. cake. We want cake. cake. I forgot and about that. the stormtrooper was just like <laughs> so confused and trying to get everyone to quiet down. Yeah. And it was just so fun. Like It to do felt that. so organic because I mean, it literally was. Like, yeah, it, it was. And anytime I can get people to like. Do a chant. Yeah, yeah I'm in. I'm in. Um, yeah, that was really fun. The stories cool. were so good. They really were. I'm really glad I engaged with them and I would strongly encourage anyone who goes to like actively Because like you care by the end. Yeah, man. So when like. Sammy takes the stormtrooper helmet off and it's Sammy in disguise. Yeah. Like you lose your shit because so we just spent a half hour with Sammy fixing, fixing the, the ship. Yeah. It was or fun. like when the coaxium is there, like unless you did that mission for Wraith, like you wouldn't have known that they were like going to have coaxium on the yeah. ship or like, um, other things. There's one specific thing that I'm not going to spoil because it was the most magical. It was your payout on the second night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't think we should spoil that. There's that, certain things that I think That made me we cry. Like, that made me I got cry. goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was cool. Um, they do a really good job at, like, <clears throat> even though every mission you do, you're not the only one doing that mission. Even yeah. the rarer ones, there are other people doing that mission. And mm-hmm. then there are some missions that, like, practically everybody does. Yeah. But I will say they're so good, the cast members, at making it feel like you were the one. Yes. Who did it for them. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know in the back of their mind that they're just saying that to you. And, like, they don't really mean it. But yeah. it's still cool in the moment. Like, at the very end, um, after the big battle, we, like, said hi to Sammy. And he said, like, thanks, you two, for everything that you did with me. Yeah. And it's, like, I'm sure he said that to every person that he Funny. had an interaction with. Mm-hmm. But in that moment, I was, like, ah, and Sammy I said, knows me. I said, Sammy, I'm really proud of you. You did great. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that. I said no, that to him. That's so funny. And I meant it. And then I was yeah. like, wow, okay. I need You're to like, wait, this is not a real person. I yeah, need to chill. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's fun. Like, they really so do individualize good. it like that. Like, it's, and you, you're like happy for them that they succeeded because you've gotten to know them and you help yeah. them along the way. That's part of why I didn't lean towards First Order because I was like, they're going to lose. Yeah, obviously. So I won't be on the losing yeah. side. There's like the singer songwriter character has a crush on the Rodian. And they end up from together. From the beginning. From yep. the beginning, mm-hmm. he's talking about it. And like, but he's like, is like, hell, she's giving me mixed signals and she's doing this. And I don't know, like, what am I supposed to do? I really like her. And and then by the end, they're like walking around holding hands and like they sing a song together and it's just so cute. Yeah. And like, we congratulated them on getting together. And yeah. And at, at one point we were in the bar. When was this? The first that afternoon? That was really fun. I guess um, it was the first afternoon. Um, And we were, it wasn't crowded. It was still no. pretty early on to us. Or maybe it was the afternoon, the second day when no one was on the ship. I don't know. At some point, we were in the bar with like 10 other people. Yeah. And the singer-songwriter guy showed up and was like, hey, I'm trying to write a protest song, man. Yeah, and he like walked around and like got lyrics from everyone. Yeah, he was like, how do you feel about... As he was writing the song, which was fun. That Even if that had been the only thing, that would have been really fun. Yeah. Because he was like saying your name in the song and like... And then he came up to us and was like, hey, man, how how do the stormtroopers make you feel? And I was like, outraged. And he's like, and what do you want to do to them? Kick them. (laughs) No, we were like, get them off the ship. Yeah, and, and he was like, okay, 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 we could use that in the song. How, uh, so you want to tell them, get off the ship, or what? Or else what? And I said, we'll make you. <laughs> and he like, I think that caught him off guard, because he caught laughed. Him off guard. And then five seconds later, he we was, go out into the atrium. We, yeah, there were stormtroopers in the atrium, so he comes and says to all the because like not everyone in the bar helped him yeah. write the song. He some people, people were, alone. Some people were not into it. Um, he comes in, and he's like, everyone come with me come with me and we were like but we didn't pay for our drinks yet and he was like you can come back 
come with me. And we were like, okay. So like 10 of us maybe yeah, not even. followed him right outside the bar in the atrium area. The lieutenant from the first order was there with two stormtroopers, and he sang the song to them that we just helped him write. Yep. Um, and using our lyrics. Using our lyrics. Kick, kick, or will kick. Make you. <laughs> like it was so great. There was a guy who basically did played an invisible flute solo like a passenger like just for fun started doing it which i don't think anyone was expecting the, no, lieutenant, the lieutenant almost, almost broke character. character he was yeah. like so surprised it was hilarious and then they arrested the song and then they arrested the songwriter and that's such a cool moment that we got to see that like literally like a handful of people were got there for yeah and that happened i'd imagine everywhere probably yeah All i have to time. imagine that it was because i know i heard from other people that that songwriter guy got arrested a second time that day and like some kids had to break him out of the brig so there was stuff in the brig. i think so that's cool but then and then he was telling because we and like we saw him later and we were like how'd you get out and he was like telling us the whole story and yeah. like how he got arrested the second time and like so it's just cool like that and, you can, and like and then he knew us and like then he, he kept knew talking us, us so then he would see us he and kept be getting like, our okay, names guys. wrong he kept getting our names wrong but like he made a joke about it yeah and like yeah so like he would see you and run over and like catch up with you or be like hey I'm performing at this time you should come see me and it, it was just fun it really really exceeded my wildest childhood dreams. it really did like it was so intimate. It was great. So immersive, so personalized, so just it was great. Incredible. It, I will say it was incredibly exhausting, though. Like, it felt I'm like so tired. Yeah, I kept saying this to you. It felt like a trip to Vegas. Where yeah. you're like you can't do more than. And 10 it days really, in Vegas. it really did feel like longer. It yeah. didn't feel like we were there for such a short amount no, of time. No, we barely slept. Yeah, we were we we're exhausted, but. Oh god, and then we could proceeded to have the like the longest worst day of nightmare travel. Nightmare travel day. Yeah. But whatever. It was worth it. Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean that's it. It was magical. It's so just, cool. I can't even begin to like explain how much that meant to me. Yeah. And it was just great. It was beyond what I was expecting. These these are memories that like twenty years from now I'll remember. I'll remember distinctly. like Lieutenant Croy. Like, yeah. Every time he walked by, I would mean mug him. I didn't say anything, but I would just grill him. Like, angry, yeah. angry. Like, and then and just, the like, second, track him across the room. The second night at dinner, the, he had come through and was, like, talking to people. Sometimes threatening, sometimes making conversation, like, depending on how people reacted. Yeah. And he walked by our table, and he said something about, every time I see you, you have the most nasty look on your face. And it's too bad, because you would have a handsome face otherwise. Yeah. It was funny. And then I said, well, I would return the compliment, but I like to tell the truth. <laughs> and he was like, oh, oh, He was so oh. offended, yeah. He caught off guard on that. It was that. so great. And, like, little things like that. I'm just going to remember those moments mm-hmm. and just be like, like, these are the good days that, like, get you through, like, a terrible work yeah. week. It was, it was just incredible. It was, it was fantastic. So, yeah. I don't know. That's it. Do you have anything else? Last things I don't to think so. It was an amazing time. I'm glad we got to do it together. Yeah. That was fun to share with you. It was really fun to share with you. It was, I mean, like I knew of Star Wars before we started dating, but I wasn't super into it. And so like, you've really been with me every step of the way with Star Wars. Yeah. And it's been nice to sort of like see it through your eyes almost. Cause like you have that childhood connection that I don't Mm -hmm. have. Mm -hmm. And so even the stuff that like maybe I'm not as into as you are, it's like it makes it more fun to me to see how much you're loving it. Yeah. 
So, and that's just in general with most Star Wars stuff. You'll know if you're going to like it, but if you can get someone, at least one person in your party who's a me. Yeah. Because um, it was like, I was having it. a great time and yeah. I was having fun, but like seeing how happy you were. Yeah. And even like, like really added to it for me. There's some references that would have gotten even above like your head. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I would be like, oh, you be like, oh, this is, this is what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It was just fun. And like, you're like childhood giddiness, like rubbed off on me, you know, like it's yeah. very catching. So it like definitely added a layer to it for me, I think. Yeah. And I, and I really like how they, you can engage with it to whatever level you want. Mm-hmm. If you want to bring one cosplay outfit and then just wear it once, like yep. fine. If you want to have three outfit changes a day, like I did, like fine. Um, yeah, man. It was amazing. If you can do it and you want to do it, do it. Mm-hmm. It will not disappoint no. on any level. Like I, I, I I was so primed for it to disappoint me. Yeah. And it made... and It, it was exceeded. amazing. It was, like, genuinely an incredible experience. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, Emily, thank you for being on the uh, Nerdy Nerd Reunion mini reunion for, with me. Thank you for having me. Um, keep your ear out for some more uh, team previews with Chuck. And we will be back in a couple of weeks with the main podcast. The season's kicking off. Um, and those of you that are in the Fantrax Draft League, don't forget to... Do a uh, mock draft, if you can, before Sunday, our actual draft. I think it'll help to have seen the logistics of drafting. Um, but otherwise... Also stay tuned for Wagatha Christie Part 2. Yes. We have to hear about all the court proceedings. I'm at the edge of my seat. I know. I don't, I don't know if there's been a verdict yet or not. No, there hasn't been. All right, so we'll find That's out. That's what he said last time. Yeah. Which I love that episode, by the way. And I would be totally here for Ian's Gossip Corner being <laughs> Every a week. new installment yeah. on the Patreon feed. Because... It was a delight to listen to yeah, that. Just maybe check in on Gossip Corner instead of Posh Island. <laughs> yeah. Or something like that. Um, yeah. And as always, stay nerdy. Stay proud. <laughs>